0: in classic classic news tom's is bigger than mine not normally his trace so oy, oy.
1: <laughs> okay i think i clarify the trace at the end yeah there. mine is <laughs> mine is pretty skinny but <laughs> yeah i don't know how yours is so both of yours are wider than mine
2: to another episode of FPL Dummies. I'm Tom. And I'm Cam. And after missing last week because we have lives and couldn't be bothered to do this for a week, we're back. Um, how are you, mate? You right? Yeah, not too bad. Um, I've um, got a special surprise for you. What's that? So, I mean, if you've listened to us uh, for a long time, which is probably just my mother, um, <laughs> then basically you used to do this as three of us. It used to be me, my, me Cam, and um, I think his name was Josh, something, uh, like something like that, and he's decided to show his rear his ugly face again once more because the uh, the burdens of parenthood have allowed him off for one night. Um, Josh, mate,
1: how are you? Let's be honest, I wasn't going to come on the podcast, but then score- Son scored three off the uh, <laughs> three off the bench, which. It's a great irony because for those who've listened for long enough, he was my arch nemesis, (laughs) Um, and my arch nemesis has brought me back to the fold. Um, The opportunity was just
0: too good to turn down to glow for an hour. Ah,
1: it was. It's you know when you just finally overcome it when you when you're a non-salarer, you salar out and you finally bring him in. He starts doing the business. I was a non-soner. I brought him in as a gamble, and he's 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 paying me back. So yeah, I'll come on to gloat for a little bit i don't know much about fpl anymore but I gloat for an hour here <laughs> that, or there. that
0: assumes that you knew anything in the first place
1: that's true um which based on my um, my historical rank would suggest not i mean uh, that's
2: all of us isn't it i mean we're all pretty shit at this so
1: yeah i mean comparatively you're probably pretty good so uh that'll be my tip to anybody listening if you if you fancy a punt that no one else will be picking go with mine because there's probably reason for that um, but yeah, it's good to be. It's good to be back. It's been about a year, I think. Probably. I think it has been about a year last ab- done. About um, a year, and it's it been honestly about...
2: best year of my life, pretty yeah. much. But <laughs> in podcasting terms, obviously.
1: It took you about six months to scratch my my face off the logo, but not, <laughs> you, you managed to let me go eventually. I've just come back to work my way back in. So yeah. That's only
2: because we good could good. only we we could only be bothered after about that much time. We were, we were too busy. <laughs> we were crying after so much such a long time, and then as we wiped away the tears, we were like, "Oh yeah, Josh is still on it." So
1: yeah. I enjoyed um I enjoyed Tom managing to insult the exact community that listens to the podcast in about ten seconds of the podcast starting. By the way, uh, by the way, uh, we have lives, so we weren't playing FPL. <laughs> I'd like to show everyone for the podcast that Tom is most certainly playing FPL. <laughs>
2: oh no! Oh no! Don't get me wrong. For people who think that I actually have a life, I'm an absolute loser. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm a massive, massive loser. Just, um, my my life revolves around other losery things rather than just FPL. So.
1: Yeah, and to be clear, I'm also an FPL loser. Unfortunately, my daughter, who's eleven months, is not, and she seems to for, for the for the sensitive mics that are used on these podcasts, she's not she's not the best on them. Um she's not quite got the concept of speaking in turns. So uh, but we'll get there. She'll she'll join us hopefully in a few years' time. That, a,
2: that's why Josh's voice, if you have listened to him before, usually it's quite loud and husky the way it's like. It's smooth and sexy.
1: Yeah, it's more it's more like a whisper. whisper. Try not to wait the baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a, yeah, she's she's behind me on a little screen. So if uh, if I suddenly am mid flow and they have to cut me out, it's probably because my daughter started screaming in the background. So I don't we'll worry. put on like some I'm elevator
2: fun. music and be like, "Back you right after this ad yeah, break, <laughs> <laughs> this short break." Oh, mate, we can maybe we could actually monetize the podcast finally and put some adverts in there. <laughs> Didn't want to pay for us to uh, do this. Uh, yeah, that's that's the sound of silence, and that's the sound <laughs> of everyone turning the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> Um right, anyway, FPL. Um how have we boys done this week? Um Well, we may as well start with just let him get in there and go on then and gloat.
1: Um so we have a group chat and I put in the group chat before the Spurs game, just after the uh sort of just as the Newcastle game was finishing, this is why I'm significantly more stressed when I play FPL. Um, because I played my wild card and I brought in two Fulham attackers, Mitrovic and uh, Pereira I'm not sure you could say Pereira's the most creative in the team but you know he's had two assists in the season these he, you'd hope that with three goals he's going to be involved and obviously Mitrovic is expected to score all three so for neither of them to return and then Nico Williams obviously embattled on the other end of it was really frustrating and then I'm one of the people who's gone with the Newcastle double up so yeah it's nice to have Haaland get another goal Cancella get the three bonus um, but and then Trippier and Pope could have been sending me up the ranks a long, long way. But I can't complain because I, my wild card I brought in Kane and I brought in Son who, when that team sheet was announced, I thought, right, this is literally the worst thing to ever happen to me. And then he did what he did. Um, so I'm a, I'm a happy bunny.
2: Good, no, very good. Um, what was the final score? How many did you end on? 66. And then we'll fall down the points. Cam, how did you, many points did you get? <laughs> 54. Um... It's...
0: Uh, Obviously, it's early season still, and so a few points can mean a couple hundred K in rank. Um, I mean, this week, I only lost about 50K. Uh, My safety score was about 57, so I was only three off that. Um, But it's it's mental to think that three points equates to 60K drop. Um, Yeah, it was kind of what it was, really. Took Salah out for De Bruyne, so that was a positive. I mean, it could only have been a positive, but... um, Cancelo hey. White and Trippier all getting returns was the the positive. Um, he
1: could have got a red. He, he could have, have got a red. It, you, you know what? You could have you could have messed it up. And scored the, only a foul. F-
0: the only thing was that uh, against Wolves obviously last time they played him uh, played them he scored four. Um it was quite funny seeing Jose Sar before the game asking De Bruyne to go easy on him. <laughs> I, <see. laughs> I, Which saw I thought that was quite good banter to be fair. Very good banter.
2: <laughs> yeah, very very good.
0: Um, but, but yeah, I, know if I mean, Haaland and Jesus didn't really do anything for me at the
2: effective ownership yeah. that they are. The joy Vo, so.
0: Yeah, so Ben White mm-hmm. was the only kind of plus point for me. And yeah, Danny Ward was my only goalkeeper that I had playing this week. And so
2: being on the, on the end of a 16 battering wasn't <laughs> the best. Uh, I, so yeah, right. unpopular opinion. Spurs could have scored more goals if Danny Ward... Uh, wasn't in net as well this weekend. He actually made a few good saves. To be I mean, fair, yes. that's what keepers are
1: hired to do. So. <laughs> I was going to say, with no <laughs> when they have that many yet. shots fired, I mean, you'd hope by, they'd save some of them. I,
2: I think it's like he's getting a bad rep, but like, and I'm, don't get me wrong, he's absolutely shite. But um, his defense in front of him is is abysmal. So it's
0: more going from Casper Michael to Danny Ward. I think is the the issue that he's got. Um, I think in his own right, he's a half decent goalkeeper, but Casper Michael was not only a great goalkeeper but like Leicester's captain and leader and a great organiser of their defence and so trying to fill his shoes is a is a lot to ask so for like a number two keeper so um I do have some sympathy with him but yes you're right Tom with no goalkeeper in there Spurs
2: would have scored more goals <laughs> and you come back more for more knowledge next week um <laughs> <Michael> yeah, <Lowne. laughs> that is full Michael Owen, wasn't it so um I reckon if the um, Spurs players didn't shoot as well, they wouldn't have scored any goals. So anyway, uh, I'm only trying to bide time because I did the worst of the three dummies this week. Um, 54 points as well as Cam, but I took a hit. So I had a rank change this week of 307% red arrow. We're working percentages now. I've been gone for
1: a while. I've been um, gone for a while. We now work in percentages, do we? That's quite we're no. Quite it's just now.
2: because because my rank's just so good. It's more funny to say as a three and i I'm still in the top twenty k. Uh, suck all my balls. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a shit week though. Um, I did hold on. So I mean, Camden wild card. I didn't wildcard. Josh did. Um, I did. Ho- I did go into this week sort of pretty much guessing I was going to red arrow this week because. Um, yeah, I, d- I decided to hold the wild card because I had ten playing players, so I just took a minus, just took a minus four instead, and I'm going to save that wild card to be a bit more aggressive in a few game weeks' time. But um, yeah, the only players that scored points for me really were the players that had ownership already pretty high. So apart from De Bruyne, I think it was the only same as you can yeah. did anything for me. So yeah, pretty grim. Yeah, I mean for
0: a game week where three fixtures didn't play, where I think a lot of the uh, playing community had a decent wedge of players like an interest in those games to come away with the, the results that we have done i mean josh obviously had a really good result but to us to have had like a few k it's drop as yeah
1: what i will say though is that i didn't mm. in a way i had a good result because i had a reasonably good score but i was forced to do something i didn't want to do yeah, by mm. the by the in my opinion the way it was played was not the best i would have personally reset and just put a reset on the on the transfers and given people the option to reset their transfers because people were allowed to sort of get their free hit back that they'd wasted. Yeah. But oh, I was yeah. allowed to have my two transfers back which forced me to wildcard because I brought in Sinistera and Rashford already. And I think I did it on Thursday lunchtime.
2: It was relatively late yeah. I didn't it was because so, I mean well, I mean to be fair yeah, it was Thursday afternoon it was, obviously evening yeah, obviously, obviously
1: just before the late queen passed so it wasn't like it wasn't but, but given that time zone, like, you know, I, people say, well, wait till the deadline, make your transfers just before the deadline. I get that. But I, if you're going to do one thing and give people back their free hits, then give people back their transfers as well. Because as I say, it's kind of an all right result, but I've been forced to wildcard when I didn't really want to. Um, I would have I would just transferred to have a full team as you guys can now I feel a little bit. Uh, I saw bringing up Brian Kane and Son, which I'd say is pretty aggressive and Sinistera, who has 0.7% ownership and Gordon. Who has four point eight percent ownership? Um, based on the uh, the ICT index from the fancy official website, because I don't pay what a it. metric What uh, metric? So his threat is two, which I love. Two is quite a low number. Which apparently- uh, Anthony Gordon? Yes. Uh, oh, so
2: he's he been pretty good, I guess.
1: He's two as a as a. So I've I brought him in because he's got two goals and two Oh two goals and two clean sheets which is obviously completely irrelevant to him. I've misread that but he does have two goals um so uh yeah it was a bit of a rogue one anyway i'm ranting no actually, love it, it was, yeah so why was well, a bit, well, a bit well, frustrating
2: yeah um so i mean the games were there any standout games from this week any one anyone in particular that you'd like to stand on i mean should we just start where it really needs to be started with Spurs yeah can i just say
1: that wasn't actually the my, yeah that wasn't actually my highlight of the week okay and I'm sorry, you're not going to like this, oh, but so I have after. to say, and I'm not talking, it's not Slate Brentford, but I have to say, Arsenal were very impressive considering oh, they'd yeah. lost to Man United. Because I don't know if anyone I've been listening watched the United game and I'm slightly biased because I've got 100 quid on Arsenal to finish above Spurs. But, <laughs> um, but I think despite the fact they conceded three goals, Arsenal dominated the Man United game. Now, it wasn't dominant-dominant because they let three goals in and they let Man United play the way they wanted to. But Man United were quite lucky to get the breakaways they did and Arsenal to make a bit of a mess of it. Whereas Arsenal were still playing the better football. So that's all great and well, but then immediately the questions are being asked. So to come back and beat Brentford, who have been a really good side at you know, away from away from home was really at the fortress. There's the G Tech. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The G <laughs> It's actually called the G That is yeah. actually worse than yeah.
0: the St James's Park at Sports Direct or whatever it was. Your, I, actually, your... I actually
2: don't think it sounds as bad to be fair.
1: What's your mascot like? And like a, a Hoover vacuum a <laughs> thing there, that Comes Harry up the like Hoover.
2: Sort of... I mean, to be fair, it's, it's better than the Brentford Community Stadium, isn't it? At least it rolls off the tongue a little bit better. I mean, it's now that the. That GC- I mean, it's now it's. It, I mean, to be fair, it's now the GTEC you know, Community Stadium. So, I mean, it's not much better actually when you think about it. But uh, yeah, we just rough. we. I was going to say we blow away all the competition, but that's literally the opposite of what happened between <laughs> us. So, oh no, quite oh, clearly. God, actually, no. God, sorry, sorry. After 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 the performance on the weekend, we quite clearly suck. <laughs>
1: yeah. D- um. And Tom isn't even the dad in this. Uh, yeah. This <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, it was. I think it was a mixture of. I, to honest, I, I mean, I mean, watch the game. I, I didn't think Brentford particularly bad. To be fair, I just thought Arsenal were just fantastic.
1: To be fair, I didn't actually see the game, so they were incredible. I did hear the narrative that they were. I sort of switched yeah. on in the last twenty I mean, the, minutes and just the, heard the, they've the just three been goals. Dominant controlled it from throughout.
2: I mean, the first goal was a corner. Um, it should have been someone on the line. That was probably the most avoidable goal. But the second, two, the other two goals. I mean, beautiful cross by Jacca to Jesus to head it, and the Fabio Vieira goal was bit spicy that um so yeah they were very good and i mean we had maybe one or two chances but nothing really major and yeah they dominated the game and deserved to win so i think for me and i don't know what you guys think everyone keeps saying our arsenal aren't like aren't premier league contenders so we're the top of the league after after eight games or seven games and it's like and surely you put yourself in that position it's like it's a bit like leicester a few years ago you know when they obviously won the premier league it's, all, oh, well, but they're not, they're not, they, they'll fall away. They'll fall away. Well, so if they keep playing like that, they're not going to fall away.
1: But yeah. They that, haven't that is, met the big challenge though, have they? No, sure, they've the played obvious, relative.
0: That is the obvious statement to make is that... Well, well they, they played they Brentford on the away, weekend. They, <laughs> if they don't fall away, then they're in with a, in, a, in with a chance. But I think everyone... Rightly so, expected Leicester to fall, Leicester to fall away, given they finished seventeenth, whatever it was, the year before. And I think with Arsenal, as Josh said, like they obviously have over- overcome a slight test in that they lost to United but bounced back straight away with a consummate performance against a good team. But they're to win the league; they're going to have to beat City or Liverpool or Spurs. Um, yeah. Again, at the very least, yeah. expect to take a point from each of those games, if not yeah, more. Exactly. And it will just be interesting to see whether okay, they played well for the first seven games. But can they keep that going for the next times four, basically? And, and that's and a different it's, proposition.
1: And it's down to how the other t- teams turn up. So, you know, you've got Man City drawing with Newcastle, drawing with Aston Villa, um, conceding three, obviously, against Newcastle as well, conceding two against Crystal Palace, where Arsenal, we watched it in Derby, of all places. Um, Arsenal made the, the Palace game look pretty easy in the mm-hmm. first game week. So they have looked, I would say, they've looked as good. Like, obviously, there's a man propping up Man City right at the at the moment um which What's is his name? probably yeah um yeah he him Carl he's a... uh <laughs> <laughs> he uh yeah he's literally like, himself he's... up to be fair at the moment yeah, he's, got he's got cars he's got you know got if you're sort of if you were if you were going to be propped up he's a pretty handy sturdy thing to prop you up um but uh yeah i can't even i can't even mention his name it's just that like oh wow what he away. should not anyway, be named yeah that's he's like he's like that scary for other teams. Like they probably refer to him as Voldemort <laughs> now because it's like they just don't want to battle him. Um, but yeah, if I flick over to another to the, the obviously the team I've just said I have a bet on, would you say the same thing about Spurs? What is in their, their title challenges?
2: Uh, no, because they're too inconsistent.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Have they been any more inconsistent than Arsenal this year? I know they've not <clears> obviously <throat> not got the same points return and sit lower in the table but I don't know that Arsenal have shown much more than Spurs have to be considered title contenders ahead of Spurs if you know what I mean
1: they were if I remember rightly they were yeah, on the same com- point, Actually, they were com- they shouldn't be what what Spurs no. and Arsenal Spurs are Arsenal. third oh yeah. sorry I was looking at City yeah they're a point behind. Um Chelsea were by far the better team against Spurs if I remember rightly in that game in game week two because I don't remember yep. I think I remember yeah, they that were. they should have convincingly beat them, but they didn't put them away. Um, they've obviously then drawn against West Ham, which is a London derby. It happens; like people are going to drop points, um, and then they've come back and put six past Leicester. So, but also conceded two to I... Leicester. Yeah, but I'm I'm a bit nervous about my money. I won't lie; like I don't think my hundred quids secure at all because I think I think Arsenal haven't been inconsistent yet. But give it time.
2: <laughs> I think. I think. I be honest, if I'm if I'm being really honest, I don't think either of them are title contenders, and I think Man City will walk the league by the end of the season. But um, it's interesting that people have already written off Arsenal when they're top of the league. It's like
1: I've there was a I think I've been listening to a book on money and people who try and predict the stock market and the Premier League. Uh, it's quite similar. And you've have you seen the video of um, uh, Pep Guardiola being asked uh, about Haaland is going to be. Like the greatest player ever, and basically saying you coach Lionel Messi was admit this much drama around him. Um, I, by your blank face, I won't. So I'll just continue. I can see so you haven't seen the video, but I will continue. And, uh, just for the people who can't see it, I can see that they haven't seen it. Um, and basically said that I can't predict what Haaland's going to do tomorrow. Never mind in two years' time. And he's right. Is that we all sort of fall into this? We know what will happen. Type mentality. Man City will walk the league because they always do. It's like well sometimes they won't, and Arsenal might well stay around. But also, Arsenal might not. And the answer is, none of us have a clue and shouldn't get too, <laughs> none, shouldn't get too tied to either outcome. That's a, it's as simple as that, yeah. just don't worry about apart, it.
2: Apart from the fact Man City will win the league and Harlem will probably top goal scorer. Yes. Yeah, I mean,
1: they're pretty
2: <laughs> much certain, aren't they? I,
1: it, honestly, I, will, I, I, will, I love it, because I remember in years gone by, people said, Sterling's undroppable, De Bruyne is undroppable, Salah is undroppable in FPL. And I get it right. Okay, I'll watch you bleed as I don't score five game weeks in a row, and see if you don't drop them. And it's the same with Haaland. And yes, okay, fine. He's scored eleven goals in eight games. Sorry, seven games. But if he now doesn't score goal for four games, are you keeping him in?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm not. Uh, I'm not getting tied to a player just because he's uh, scored eleven goals in seven games. I'm gonna, uh, rather like Timo Pookie. Puk- Puk- scored like six goals in his or seven goals in his first five when he came up. People held yeah. him way too long. Um, I think the, dif-
2: the difference is he's playing for the most yes. ridiculous-looking side I've ever seen in the Premier League. Yes. I think.
1: No, I agree. I agree with the,
2: with the most with the most ridiculous squad behind that ridiculous starting eleven. He doesn't play for Brentford. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ivan Tony, what one absolute legend! Uh, I think we'll actually find England international. It's the first first episode we've had back where he's a. I think we'll find an England international. Um, cool.
1: Yeah. All I'll say is I'll watch people twitch when he doesn't score in a few games because he won't at some point and then and then people will probably oh, start with Twitch.
2: Like you mean like Jesus, everyone absolutely binned him off this week before they played Brentford. Bear in mind Brentford don't even have their fit centre backs back. And they were like, Oh yeah, we'll just get rid of Jesus this week and it's like, Yeah, that was stupid, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I yeah, I was forced to get rid of him, really. But, yeah, well yeah, I, I agree. I probably got um, rid of him in But obviously,
2: way. yes, um Man City beat Wolves 3 0, um Spurs beat Leicester six two and Sky Sports decided to show the most boring game of all time on Friday night. Luckily, I decided not to watch it. Aston Villa versus Southampton as well. Anything else? I mean, Fulham coming back, beating Nottingham Forest. I mean, no one really cares unless you own Mitrovic and Andres Pierre. And after the match, no one cared because everyone owed them and they did shit all, so...
1: I think I think another talking point is that someone will have written on their grave somewhere, like by the end of the year, that Nico Williams is an extremely high threat, and he will, and he will, uh, because because people are going to keep on talking about that. He's an absolutely like, expected
2: merchant. Yeah, no actual no actual goals, just
1: expected. Yeah, he's an expected no actual, merchant. But they have. I'm just looking through. They have. what is it one clean sheet? Yeah, one clean sheet this season. Um, I think I benched to, him for that one as well
2: <laughs> <laughs> me, me too
1: <laughs> but he's going to find his way into loads of starting lineups because of his threat uh, That's I think that's the worst reviewers viewers again Fulham put three past, he didn't do anything um, yeah. I think it's time to accept that yes he's not, he, obviously he's There's your mil defender, yeah. great, but just don't rely on him as a starter
2: you get you get him in to score one point, not even two, because yeah. you know they're going to concede. Yeah, it's gonna be um,
1: great. You can't sit there and say, "Oh yeah, but he's only worth four minutes." Like, yeah, be starting, so his points matter. And yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not, he's not doing anything for you.
2: I mean, that's really the most. Th- I mean, obviously, a lot of people owned Newcastle defenders. I mean, we'll come on to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, and obviously, Everton finally got the first win of the season um, against West Ham. Who, Managed. unfortunately for me, I owned Bowen. That was pretty disappointing. So. <laughs> Again, another expected merching, cause we've got so many more, <laughs> We've got so many fucking shots on target and did absolutely shit all, so what a dick. um am sure the games this week. Um, we'll move on to Snogmarry Void, otherwise we could be here for several hours. Um,
1: Have Sorry, can I just ask, ask something slightly technical because you guys probably know in the FPL community. Has anyone ever analysed if expected goals that are being under-delivered like, are a good indicator of future returns?
2: Depends how you look at it, doesn't it? 'Cause I mean you could go like if someone if I guess it is I purely I guess it's on like it's how you use it's the same with any stat you use it depends on how you use it if someone's got on a massive XG and they are underperforming they X G you go, Oh well they're at least they're getting in the right you could say like they're getting in the right positions. Or you could say um or you could say they're a shit finisher and if they're massively overperforming their X G you could say that it'd they're an be, amazing yeah. finisher, or they don't get in the right positions for shots. It's... It'd
1: be it'd be interesting to know which one is more it actually works better. Which is to you look at the XG and pick players that are underperforming in the hope that they bag, or just jump on someone when they start scoring.
2: No idea.
1: Yeah, just interesting side topic. I thought yeah, someone someone <laughs> in the FPL community can probably um, write a thread on it.
2: They probably can. I won't read it though. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, don't write it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, absolutely, I don't, but well, you can, I mean, no, feel free to write it, just I won't be reading it, so <laughs> I'll send it to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Somewhere avoid. if you've listened to us before, a snog is a short-term pick, a marry is a long-term pick, and an avoid, and I've got to be honest, I'm excited Josh is back for the voids, because he always comes up with an absolute cracker, and it's such a good rant. Um, so yeah, looking forward to an avoid, someone you don't want, someone who's an absolute scar on your team. Um, yeah, Should we start with snogs, and I can just build my way up to an avoid? Who'd like to go first this week? Uh, I'll do it just to
0: let you wallow in—not wallow, uh, yeah—just enjoy the the Ivan Tony bandwagon. Oh, nice. So yeah, wait, you've only got one snog. Yeah, just because. uh, Oh, fuck off! I thought it was a a marry. And your next three games are quite nice, so I thought I'm disappointed now. Well, England international Ivan Tony got Bournemouth away leaking goals. Newcastle away, not quite so leaky, but then Brighton at home. Um, We will talk about Brighton later on. But yeah, uh, this is kind of a bit of a punt based on the international break. He could well come back inspired equally. If he doesn't play a minute, he might be,
2: I don't know, dejected or whatever. Rest rest and relaxed for the uh, upcoming games.
0: I just I mean I brought him in last week um mainly to get ahead of his price rise but he's also been in good form obviously uh, recently had a hat trick against Leeds. Uh five goals and two assists this season. Uh yeah, I just think good price. If you're looking to get rid of Jesus, then that's a, a little bit of a downgrade, save yourself a mill and a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, yeah. I, I I'm never 9. gonna 8.
2: never gonna never gonna say no to that beautiful man. England International if you didn't mention <laughs> um yeah, I mean, there's obviously him. Isaac's the only one I'd be interested in as well. But I think the nice thing for me, I'm, I mean, you know he's going to be in my team for the rest of the year anyway. So that's really uh, not, not up to the point. But after, even after obviously Chelsea in game with 12, they then have Villa, Wolves and Nottingham Forest up until 16, and then 16 being the last game for the World Cup, which is Man City. So lovely little punt. Thank you, Cam, because he is just pure sex, isn't he? Uh, did you see his attempt for a free kick as well uh, against yep. Arsenal? He, they rolled the ball back to him. He flicked the ball up in the air and then hit it on the half folly. Did he try to do a what's his face a lattice? That is exactly what he tried to do. Uh exactly tried to do that. I mean, it didn't work, but it was good to <laughs> the audacity, the audacity to try in the first place was was pretty cool. So um, you're literally that proud dad that's just like, oh, he tried it. So <laughs> I did actually tweet saying like, I feel, I feel very proud the fact that he's got in the team. I actually realised how much of a sad loser I've become. <laughs> um, become. Sorry, the sad loser. I've embraced because I just enjoy the fact that now, uh, Josh, yourself, sir, snog.
1: I actually, sort of have two now. Um, oh, you can't, can't do second. two. No, I had a can. second. I've had a second to think, but it's the reason one can't be a snog is because he's not fit yet. Um, so, the one that I have in my team and the one I'm uh, quite excited about is Sinistera from Leeds. Um, so many of you might not have even heard of him because he's not 0.7% owned and he only actually started the last two games um, but in both those games he scored uh, he is playing for Leeds um, looks like he's playing well I like him and I like a punt so it's as simple as that, there's no real like huge underlying statistics to suggest this is the guy How much is Um he? 6.5 so the way he's priced as well is obviously that expectation that he's going to be one of Leeds's better assets um, and uh, with Rodrigo out I think he's going to have to pitch him with some goals which he's already started doing uh, I want A want to Leeds asset um, for the next five you've got Aston Villa, Crystal Palace away isn't easy but you've got Leicester away which at the moment seems easy and Fulham at home and if you if you were to really push it a bit you've also got Bournemouth so in the next seven you've got Bournemouth, Fulham, Leicester, Crystal Palace and, and Aston Villa yeah, and then you got Arsenal and Liverpool, which with a 6.5 million, you can easily rotate if you do want to. Um, so I like him. Um, and the other one uh, that I would just like to throw in there, because uh, you mentioned Newcastle, I thought of him, is is Sam Maxima. Um, he's been injured for so long that I think he will have been forgotten about, and there are no underlying statistics. So the statistic lovers won't be able to really probably pick him out from, from most of the filters. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he six point three percent owned and that runner fixtures of Fulham, Brentford at home's marks to the two. I wouldn't really consider that a two, but you've um, then got Everton, Aston Villa, Southampton in the next in the next seven as well. So I really like him as a punt as well, provided there's news he's fit.
2: Yeah, Sinister scored a beautiful goal against Brentford, Rafinha-esque. Yeah. They even caught they even started saying very Rafinha-esque because <laughs> it was absolutely gorgeous. To be fair, so
1: I wouldn't mind if he's as good as him. <laughs>
2: he looks really good. To be fair, I've <clears throat> watched watched a few games. And you? he's good at football. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, someone who is very sexy looking, uh, James Madison. That's my snog this week. That was a good good segue, wasn't it? Because he's yeah. quite good, cause he's quite good looking, and you made the joke. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah didn't I'm, I'm on board. With that, that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, um, scored a goal against Tottenham the other day. Um, purely on this is a fixture punt, really than anything else. Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, Palace, Leeds, Wolves next five. I Alice agree. is a tough game in there. Uh, Leeds is a tough game, but I think, obviously, as per, as a, as a, as the Brentford game, I think mean, it's a, it's a goal fest, isn't it, between both of them? Yeah. And then Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth is the next two. I mean, even if you're in for the next two, it's worth it. So, um, they've not, obviously Leicester have been absolutely abysmal, but they have been scoring a few goals here and there. So, um, obviously two goals against Tottenham, um, and James Madison's got three goals and assists so far this season. So he's going to be one of those players that's in and around the team. Um, and they have they have been scoring goals, just they can't defend for shit. So because they've got a bloke with no no hands apparently in goal. So do you have the better, um, better than better than
1: no Ward goalkeeper?
0: True. Sorry. So do you have a thing against Danny Ward by any chance?
2: No, nothing against him. But he's just shit. <laughs> he's just shit. <laughs> um, I mean, that's like it's like I I, I got to be honest. No, actually, I'm not going to say that because it's wrong. But uh, he's not very good, is he?
1: <laughs> but the question is the question is. I don't know who everyone else's keeper is, but do you start it this week?
2: Um, I actually say no. <laughs>
1: it's isn't it?
2: Okay, right. Can I put this into like complete like um into perspective? So Danny mm-hmm. Ward has played every single game this season. He has a total of eight points, right? He's on the same amount of points as Mark Travers, who's only played four games this season. And in one of those games, he got a minus one. <laughs> he's got one point less than Begovic, who has played one game this season. He has two points less than um, Neto, not the not Pedro Neto, because he's not a goalkeeper. But the Bournemouth goalkeeper, who's only played three games this season. And he only has one more point than Marek Rodak, who has only played two games this season.
1: Let me spin this another way, though.
2: You can literally can't. <laughs>
1: He's uh he's not kept a clean sheet yet, but he has played Brentford, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Brighton, and Tottenham. And they're playing Forest.
2: Yeah, but he'll probably be dropped by that point. So
1: I think I think he I think he's not a bad choice to have for this week only. I'm not saying obviously like suddenly start starting him, but they now go on that run. The same reason you're picking a, of an offensive asset. There is potential for a team like them to turn it around. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying for a second that they've just conceded five against Brighton, and six against Spurs. That it's like a a done thing. And obviously, what was it? Uh, Four against Arsenal, as well. Um, It's it's bad. Yeah, but I don't mind him against Nottingham Forest at home if you have a keeper who's got a really tough fixture.
2: Yeah, but they've they've just scored two goals against Fulham. They can score goals too. I mean, Salang is
1: pretty. I think. I think if you've got a certain other keeper, other keepers, maybe you've got uh, Brighton goalkeeper. You have Liverpool away. Would you prefer play Liverpool away or Nottingham Forest at home? I'd Liverpool play Notting Forest at home. <laughs> you know he's going to get save points. <laughs> and yeah, the way
2: Liverpool be fair, the way Liverpool played, yeah, I probably would actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cam, I, I, yeah, Cam in the I, mud, in the mud, and and we'll get on to my avoid as well at one point, but I'll I'll come back to him.
2: Okay, we'll move on to Mary's then. Um, I was going
1: to
0: say first, actually, oh, what God. do we think about uh, Rogers? Is he going to stay or is he going to go?
2: Should so I stay or should I go?
1: I listened to the Always Cheating podcast this morning. Shout out to a fellow podcaster. All right.
2: plug, plug another podcast. Yeah, go on our podcast and plug another podcast. Yeah,
1: um, if you're if you're not enjoying this podcast, just switch to <laughs> oh, Always Cheating. Yeah. Um, if you've managed to hear of us and not always choosing, then we're doing well. These guys are doing well. Not me. I can't take out any credit. Um, but uh, they were saying that he should go because he's just not, they're not performing. And for me, I think the squad has, is really struggling. Um, and, I think he's done a lot of... He's clearly a good manager. I just think they're in a bit of a rut. And my question would be, who's going to turn it round? Because what Leicester, in my opinion, don't want to do is turn into that squad that say, right, okay, our goal this this season now is to stay up. We need to stay up. So let's get a stay-up merchant. Let's get someone who keeps us up. Let's get, get somebody who tells us to now play defensive, boring football and rebuild our confidence and I'm putting it up air quotes, again, people, I know can't see it, but I'm putting it up air quotes because let's rebuild our confidence by basically not losing. And I just think that's just the wrong decision for Leicester. I think it happens to so many teams and what happens, they go down the next season. It happens almost all the time. So for me, I think they should keep him.
0: Yeah, yeah I I think that he probably has it within him to turn it round. As you say, they have played quite difficult team so far and obviously only two years ago or so they were finishing fifth and sixth and that sort of thing competing with those teams but um, yeah it has been a tough start as you say Spurs Chelsea United Arsenal um, four out of the seven games that they've played so far and then dotted in there have been Brighton who are fourth at the minute Brentford who are having a solid start to the season as well so they've hardly been playing against Forest and Bournemouth and losing so um, I think he deserves a little bit more time, but then, as he said yesterday or the day before, he understands football in the game, and
2: he might not get that. So, no, he probably will though, because he can't afford to sack him. So,
1: the Forest game would actually probably be the the straw that breaks the camel's yeah, back oh, if they get if they oh, lose two three 0 against Forest, and it's like, I well, think, what are we going to do? I think but, they
2: draw that game, he gets sacked.
1: Mm, yeah. That's a
2: must. That's a must win game for them. Uh, I think I think he should go. It's time for him to go.
0: But coming back, I do like your James Madison pick. I think he is the kind of, um, not diamond in the rough, but he has been performing reasonably well throughout this spell and kind of has the uh, goal returns and assists to back it up. So with those run
2: of fixtures, I do like that as a punt.
1: But if you can't afford uh, James Madison, get Danny Ward because he's doing great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pick any of the lesser defenders because they don't concede goals at all. (laughs) Uh, Marys... uh, Cam, do you wanna kick us off on this one
0: again? Yeah, so again, this is on the trend of Josh's that there isn't really any underlying stats to back this up with Palace having missed the last game. Uh but Zaha has been in good form at the beginning of this season and their fixtures coming up is a sea of green. Um as Josh mentioned earlier, FPL metrics aren't necessarily the best, but the FDR does give you a good indicator of uh, you know, the the test that teams are going to be coming up. So they have Chelsea at home, but I think they could very well score there. Um, And then Leeds, Leicester, Wolves, Everton, Southampton, West Ham, all teams that haven't been the tightest at the back this season. So Zaha already has four goals so far. Um, He didn't play against City and obviously, yeah, didn't play... Who was it they were set to play? Was it Leeds this week? No, that was United. Uh, Brighton. Brighton. Um, the M what at sixty two? No, yeah, the, the shit sort, derby. Yeah, the, the shit, shit derby, derby. That's not really a derby, and I don't understand it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so they didn't. It's, have it's a derby because
2: I don't even know why is it a derby.
0: There was like something in the eighties where the
2: managers didn't like each other or something. I don't know. But oh. yeah, so yeah. unless you're from, unless you support Palace of Brighton, no one really gives a shit. Yeah, basically Cool, sweet.
0: But yeah, I think Zahar has the form and the fixtures to deliver in the next coming weeks so I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to wildcard but he could be potential to be brought in as in when I do
2: yes I um, yeah my if I didn't shit up my uh, pick this week going with Bowen I, I feel like I've made a mistake but uh, yeah Zaha looks really good um, mm-hmm. and has been really good this season what do you say four goals this season already yeah yeah, yeah. and he looks look really good in like five or six appearances so hmm that is tasty. Yes, Josh.
1: Yeah, I want him as well, but I just can't get him. The only way I can probably get him is by dropping Martinelli, which I don't know. Um, the uh, the only other one I could, uh, I'm so close to being able to do it, is, is dropping Gordon and James and going to Fafana and Zaha, but I'm point one short, which is really annoying. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I can have him because I can't really drop Sonny. So, yes, really. I, I mean, I, there's I, so many of them. Though, like, I love Sinistera. I love Martinelli. I really like Zaha. I would love Sam Murphy's back. I think it's going to be one of those type of periods where everyone's justified with their pick. They should and... really
2: change the game so you could pick 534 players.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd oh, that, that happens easy.
2: to be how many players are in the uh, you can pick. To be honest, so yeah, yeah. I think that would make life much much better.
1: Yeah, I I, I sort of feel. Like, yeah, it's going to be one of those those sort of periods where everyone's justified with their pick and people will then do the backtrack of retrospectively justifying why they got it wrong if they didn't do well and why they got it right if they did. But I think it's one of those instances where a lot of people will be justified to pick the players they do. Mm-hmm. Rashford as well, throw him into that mix.
2: Yeah, what no, if he's, I, I don't know if he's injured at the moment. I know he's missing out on the England game, but whether he's just missed, I'm not, I'm not sure why. He had a
0: slight muscle problem, but
2: um, Ten Hag said he would, was confident he'd be back for uh, post-international break. So. Ah, right, so that's that's a football talk for didn't want to play the international games. Well, I don't think he would have been picked anyway. Obviously, yeah, he'd been in good form to start, but... Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, you
1: uh who was it again um it's kind of a bit obvious but it's kane um i think he's 19% owned which is very low for someone who's got six goals and two assists but you can understand it because you've got the headache of Harland and obviously Salah and then de bruyne um but i do just think kane started off so well what he just brings that no other striker in the league brings as well as he does is his creativity and that is hence why he's ranked number one in creativity on the ICT rank. Um, but I'm um, sure we never
2: talk about the ICT ranks until you come back on.
1: But you know, like, what was his? What was his record last season? He got 17 goals and 11 assists. That's yeah. crazy for a striker. Um, and Can I play a quick game with you? Yeah.
2: Uh, so really quick fire. Right? Would you rather have? We'll start easy because it's easy at the moment. Salah or Kane? Kane. Kane or KDB? Kane. Kane or son Kane Kane or Haaland
1: Haaland Okay
2: There you go everyone wants to know Josh's picks with the premiums so that's the way to go So it goes Haaland <laughs> yeah. Kane we, probably If probably anyone's
1: interested is anyone's interested in how I use the extremely advanced ICT index um, I consider creativity for forwards to be the third most valuable <laughs> Kane is first. Um, unfortunately for Kane, he is second on influence, which is pretty crap in comparison to Haaland's first. Um, so that is why I would pick Haaland, because that influence is just so important, and that threat of two from Haaland. Oh, yeah. Um, but in the overall ICT, uh, Harry Kane is... People are going to switch off. I'll stop talking about well, the you ICT. You just can't
2: um, make those noises on this podcast, that's all I'm saying. That sounded incredibly <laughs> sexual. <laughs>
1: Have you seen Kane's ICT? One, two, three, one <sighs> overall. It's very tasty. Um, but yeah, I, I like him. Um, and I will hold on to him because it feels like every season Son and Kane suddenly decide, now we know exactly where each other are on the pitch and we're just going to score goals together for fun. And that, that this could be the period, despite the fixture run.
2: Yeah. Um, I am going with my Mary as Gabriel Martinelli Silva, to give you his full name. Um, and it's really actually gonna be a really boring pick. The reason you marry him is if you owned him from the start. If you get rid of him, you're gonna lose a lot of team value. The next game obviously is Tottenham. Um so so of all the Arsenal players I would say to keep. I would say you can get rid of Jesus, but keep Martinelli. To lose point three a million at this point of the game is just gonna be it's gonna be pretty brutal if you do want him back at some point. Tottenham obviously tough game next, but it's always a bit of a goal fest. Liverpool after that, obviously, again, another hard game, but Liverpool aren't playing fantastic at the moment. I think Arsenal are playing very well. Then they've got Leeds away. Then they obviously have that blank fixture, which should have been Man City, but then they've got Southampton and Nottingham Forest. And it's one of those where if you get rid of him now, and then after the Leeds game, obviously with the blank, then they've got Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea, Wolves, and West Ham. Um, Sorry, Wolves and before the international breaks. So they've got Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea and Wolves, those four games. And it's almost like people are going to be trying to jump back onto Arsenal players. And if you've already got rid of him and they're trying to get back to him, so that's a bit of a bitter pill to swallow, I think. If you've dropped to 3.3 mil, mm. if you've owned him since the start at six mil, he's now 6.6. Um, so I just look at the, the value of him and see if you can hold him. If you if you can, if you can afford to hold him during this period, if you feel like you know he has to go, then fine. But in the way he's playing at the moment and the way Arsenal are playing, for me, he's quite an easy hold.
1: Mm. Yeah, i I would say, again, don't be. Don't be scared, in my opinion, to drop him when they've got Tottenham, Liverpool and a blank in the next four if you are not wildcarding or have already wildcarded. In my opinion, four game weeks is quite a long time to hold a player in fear of having to buy him back for more money. Well, because but, made you point- think,
2: but, but also it's in those games, Can can he... I mean, if we're looking at the ICT index, Josh, he's uh, <laughs> number number two overall. He's but, number
1: one in threat, I know, and that is, for midfielders, only, that is my favourite. Oh, <laughs> really? I think, yeah. for,
2: I think for me it's the tottenham Liverpool games, although they're tough fixtures on paper. I mean, Spurs have just conceded two goals to, to uh, Leicester, who have been shite. Liverpool have conceded a lot of goals this season compared to what they've done previously. I mean, yeah, I'd probably bench him versus Liverpool, but I'm definitely playing him this week against Tottenham, and then I'm definitely yeah. playing against Leeds, so... In that time, I might, I might get rid of Jesus during um, that I'm, period.
1: Yeah, I'm not benching him even against Liverpool personally. But what I would say is to go back to Cam's marry Zaha. Like you go through that game where you're probably not going to switch to him for Chelsea at home, but then you've got Leeds, Leicester, Wolves, Everton, Southampton, and then Forest, Fulham, Bournemouth after after West Ham, which is a three in the index, but definitely isn't. Basically, until the end of the year, Zaha has better fixtures than than Martinelli and you have that headache of they're the same price type person so I don't think you you could own both but it is a lot of teams I don't think will work to that because there'll probably be teams that have Salah and KDB in or at least Salah and Haaland and and have that one six point whatever I mean I have two but I, I don't know I just I personally wouldn't be that tied to him although I do get your saying like I wouldn't I'm not dropping him
2: I think it's quite early to lose that much value. That's all.
1: Yeah, I I have not been,
2: been that's why it's, if you can avoid if you can avoid selling him and there's other ways around it, I I personally keep him.
1: Yeah. I don't take FL as seriously enough to care about value.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I envy you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> avoids uh, my favourite section as always. Um Cam, do you wanna kick us off? Yeah,
0: so another England international in this feature. Um and fair play, kudos to him. Uh, getting back in the side but I think um, uh, Eric Dyer is in the top 15 for the most transferred in this week with 50k already transferring him in um, and with Spurs' fixture run um, and mm, he has had a decent um, clutch of returns this year whether it's been clean sheets or he's got two goals to be fair um, I just think if you're going to have a Spurs defender go for Mitrovic um, and uh, Mitrovic, <laughs> Perisic. <laughs> I was just look at saw his name on the screen. Um, yeah, Perisic, not Mitrovic. Um, but even with that, I would probably not have a Spurs defender at the minute uh, with Arsenal away next. Um, they do then have Brighton, Everton could well keep a clean sheet there. Then the United away, Newcastle at home. I just don't think that uh, for five point one, he's that enticing. Uh, Good differential, but I don't think he's going to score that many points this year, so I'd avoid.
1: Yeah, for 5.1, not worth
2: it. I agree, and um, I'm actually going to go in before Josh, purely because I want to hear Josh's rant, because I know it's going to be good. Um, On the other side of the North London derby this weekend, I'm telling you to avoid William Saliba if you don't own him already. 120,000 people have bought him in. He's already 23% owned. It's 4.9 million. Started the game at 4.5. If you got him at 4.5, then well done, you've uh, you've scored a lot of points from that son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're getting him now, four point I wouldn't do it for these next few games. Um, obviously, just talked about Martinelli, but on the opposite side of that, Arsenal haven't been amazing in, at the back this year. They've not actually kept that many clean sheets. Only three in the last seven games. Um, Saliba's points have actually come from scoring an absolute screamer against Bournemouth and a header against Brentford. Um, Other than that, actually, only you got an assist against Fulham, actually. I forgot about that one. But um, I just don't think it's really the right time to get him. If you do want him, um, as potentially, if you really wanted an Arsenal defender for this week, I don't see why you would. But Ben White's still 4.5 million, while Tommy Asu's not in the team. So... Uh, yeah, just it's sort of. I don't think it's quite the time to get him. If you don't have him, I feel it's what the boat. It's one of those players that we always say from last year. The boat's already passed on him for the moment. Um, once we come back after that blank game week, then yeah, potentially could be all over Saliba. Still very cheap, but right now I won't be getting him. I um I don't agree with it as an avoid.
0: Totally. Um, I think he's a good pick to have uh, to a standard. Uh, I basically disagree with the fact that 120k people have already brought him in so far. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the worst thing for people to own him or to be thinking about bringing him in. But I think it is just people have seen, oh, 15 points, which added to the 12 or whatever he got a few weeks ago against Bournemouth. People are like, oh, he's going to get double digit hauls all this season, which I don't think he will. Yeah, but like I think three he's... Three
1: clean sheets. Yeah, I think he's and steady. that's the big thing. Three um, clean sheets and... Um... He's a centre-back, so he's likely not going to get many attacking returns. Yes. Yeah. No.
0: Um, and, you know, I, I wish... Not only because he scored more points than Ben White, but obviously he started at the same price. Um, and so to, I'm kind of like, I wish I'd gone for him instead. But if nothing else, just for the value gain. But, uh, yeah... I don't think he you should avoid Saliba but if you're saying for the fact that 121k people have brought him in already then yeah I mean, if gonna, you if you
2: own him already then you're not going to sell him this week but yeah, um, yeah you wouldn't, uh, bring I, wouldn't I wouldn't be bringing him in this week for Tottenham. I mean mm-hmm. we just talked up Harry Kane and how good he's been in the last few games and Son's just scored mm-hmm. a hat-trick. Richarlison's yeah. looking pretty pretty tasty at the moment and Paris is just whipping in balls like nobody's fucking business. Then you um, mean Mitrovic? Mitrovic, sorry, yeah, Mitrovic now playing left wing back for nice. um, Spurs. <laughs> <persperse. laughs> oh, that's a weird transfer window. I didn't realize it was open the rest time of the year. Um, I wouldn't be bringing him in this week. If you have him, I wouldn't probably wouldn't sell him. I would bench him this week though. Yeah, Mister Slivers, jo- the floor is yours, sir. Have I built this up too much?
1: you have and i've had to <laughs> change. i've had yes. to change from from my sensible one to my not so sensible one yes now, some of you may have heard me talk about him earlier in the podcast and i may have hailed him as my savior oh my uh, god i'm going to this. suggest that you avoid hyungmin song <laughs> hyungmin song <laughs> yes. is one of the great the one of the greatest players to ever grace the premier league and that is why you should avoid him now let me explain my logic um, he's just scored a hat trick in 30 minutes that's pretty poor going. I'm pretty sure people have scored a hat trick in less time than 30 minutes. Now, if you're going to base that, the guy hasn't been able to finish in six game weeks. The guy couldn't literally put the ball in the back of the net if it was open. Like if Danny Ward was in goal, he would still miss. That was how bad Son was for six game weeks. So you're going to be thrown by 30 minutes of him putting in three goals, two worldies that were clearly accidental. Like no, not having it. What I would suggest is get Harry Kane in because only 19% of you own him. He's going to be a lot more consistent. And don't if you do own Harry Kane, don't go and bring in two Spurs assets against Arsenal away, who've just demonstrated that they're an incredibly good team, and they're probably going to be able to shut up shop and keep Spurs quiet for the majority of the game. I'm not saying Spurs won't score, but I can't see Spurs putting three, four past Arsenal the way Arsenal are playing. So I've gone from sounding absolutely uh, deluded to actually thinking I have a bit of a point, which is we don't even know if he's still going to start, because yes, he's come off the bench and he's scored a hat-trick, great. Like the other people, Richarlison, Kuliszewski have earned their spots by playing good, consistent football over the course of the season, and I don't think thirty minutes suddenly overrides that. Now, would Conte potentially be committing suicide if he doesn't start Son, who's just scored a hat trick? Potentially, but we have no guarantee that he's going to start. As I say, if you own Kane, you're not. Your transfer is not going to be to move from who? De Bruyne, Salah. Like who? Who are you going to move to? from so De Bruyne against Man United I'd prefer have him than Son versus Arsenal way um, Salah versus Brighton I'd probably prefer have Salah as well so you're not gonna have an easy switch to Son Kane get kept Kane in instead if you can Um, and that is it that's my avoid for this week don't rush him in wait and then bring him in against Bright, Brighton or Everton if he then starts and he then proves he's back to form Basically, so what Josh
0: is wanting to do is harbour all the points for himself because he owns him and he doesn't want anyone else to follow.
2: <laughs> it's, it's so good to have you back. I see you. <laughs> I see you. I see you through your lies and deceit.
1: But uh, I, hopefully, hopefully, I have sounded like I'm on a rant. But hopefully, people have actually picked out the salient points in my in my in my argument, which is that you wouldn't transfer to him this week. I don't Agreed. know. You just you just wouldn't, and and if you're going to transfer to a Spurs asset, you transfer to Kane, and you don't really want to suddenly own two, two premium assets for the same team against a very good team. It just doesn't make sense to me. So, don't jump on the Son bus just yet. He might score. I'm not saying he won't, and you know he probably loves a London derby, but I wouldn't. It's not the optimal move in this moment. And don't panic by Son. The only reason
0: I'm going to agree with you is because Kevin De Bruyne is one for influence, one for creativity, and one on the
2: ICT index overall. And so therefore he's a better pick.
1: And that tells the truth.
2: Um, I completely agree with you, actually, on all fronts. And um, yeah, uh, I actually do. uh, His XG from this weekend actually was 0.5 from those three goals.
1: Yeah, but, they, were they were ridiculous goals, but but that's the thing is like they were ridiculous
2: goals, but they're what we call lucky goals. So yeah, don't
1: don't don't use ridiculous goals as the, don't use ridiculous goals as a good measure because he's not going <laughs> to score them RG all the season
2: instead of XG.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, uh, if, so, if you haven't if you, just on a side note, if you haven't listened to Josh's absolutely beautiful rants and you can go back to listen to our old podcast, and honestly, God, you just skip just skip to his rants about Sonnaps. they honestly make my life make my day. So.
1: Can I just say as well that my actual my actual avoid was going to be, be just and I'll do it really quickly was going to be a Newcastle double up at the back, so it's not a player in particular, but it's just to potentially avoid the Pope Trippier that I've got lured You're right. into. So I'm boring, done mate. It. Yeah, I know I've done it, but actually now I'm sort of wishing I hadn't because it's sort of just I just I'm suddenly like I own two players in my defence from Newcastle, and they've got what is it? Three clean sheets this season. Not bad going from seven games, I'll admit. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel very good when I'm starting two Newcastle players in my defence. So there's not really much logic behind that. Fulham away, Brentford at home. Fulham seem to be scoring quite well. Brentford are scoring quite well. Man United are scoring quite well. I don't feel particularly confident in them keeping a clean sheet. Hence, my comment earlier, of potentially spread the risk and I might start Danny Ward over Nick Pope? Yes, only because I sort of want to do damage limitation, which I know is boring strategy, but sometimes I think... You know you know, when you've got someone who's a striker and you've got the opposite defender? Oh, right. Are, Sorry, you yeah, you've got,
2: you got Mitrovic, have you? I've got
1: Mitrovic, yeah.
2: Ah, uh, uh, okay. Right, all right, right. Yeah. I've okay, got Mitrovic,
1: okay. and also, irrelevant of that, it's also, you know, it's a sim- similar thing, is that I've got two defenders in the same team, and I'm sort of thinking... I would love to see the clean sheet odds, which are never or not always that accurate. But you know, I'd love to see the clean sheet odds of Leicester versus Nottingham Forest versus Fulham. So I, I, might, I prefer spread the risk because although there's probably an optimal outcome, you only get the outcome once. I prefer get more likelihood of six points than yeah. It's um, uh, yeah, no, I- it's a lot more boring than a son run though. So we can move on.
2: I am a bit disappointed though because you have Mitch Fitch. and if you uh, had listened to this this year's podcast, you'll know Cam absolutely despises that man. So, uh,
1: <laughs> Cam, how, just... how do you how do you know I don't listen to the podcast? And that's exactly why I have it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, to be fair, right? Okay, I'm I'm going to do Cam really dirty because this is really funny, actually. Oh, actually, is as well, Cam. I'm really sorry about this, but I'm going to do it because it's hilarious. So you've you have said to avoid five people so far this season, and. <laughs> And uh, they have all pointed the week after you said to avoid them. And that is why he listened to this podcast for prime (laughs) advice. Wait, I'm just thinking of the final one. No, no, I don't think Jorginho did, actually. No, he didn't. But Jensen did. You said avoid
1: Jorginho. Is that because you knew that you had that record of... People scoring, and you thought, I'm just going to tell people to avoid someone that no one no would ever get week. anyway. Was it was uh, oh, a. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh okay.
2: Um. Yeah, Jensen, <laughs> got an Jensen, Jensen got an assist the week after you said avoid it. <laughs> Pickford <He> scored <laughs> two two, in, two weeks, two, in <laughs> two, two, two weeks in a row, and Pickford got a clean sheet this week. <laughs> no, not this week. Uh, yeah, they're going Beg- Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well done then. Slither on <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: Sorry, can we just go back to that? why are you telling anyone to avoid Pickford? Who's buying Pickford? Were people Lots buying people
0: Pickford? Were, yeah. <laughs> Lots of people were buying Pickford, yeah. People were buying Pickford. That's why yeah. I said to avoid Jorginho as well. I mean, That's it obviously worrying. sounds like ridiculous obvious, now. But people were transferring because he scored the pen- penalty against Everton in game week one.
1: Surely you get Nathan Patterson.
0: Yeah, I'm I i do not hate that now. They look a lot yeah. more solid. But I, there, but. The reason
2: the reason I actually bought that up was not because uh not to do D-Day, but it was actually because Mitch didn't score this weekend and I was gonna praise the Indication. You indication. But um yeah, he'll probably score next week now, sorry. Um What are we doing this week, what's the plans? Have we got any plans? I'm completely fucked. But yeah. I mean <laughs> what Oh Oh sorry, actually wait. We've um, got you... international so uh, yeah.
1: sorry but you mean next like as a next game week yeah mm. yeah what we're doing is in our fancy teams or in ideas but yeah. um I yeah, as was... in well i was going to put it out there that i don't know how many likes you guys get on tweets these days but oh no i i do i do need i do need i do need sort of like a reason to captain sinistera so <laughs> if we can get a like to the, the... classic I I was like, if, you yeah. give this, if you give me this many likes if it, if it, we'll, it, yeah but uh, look, look, let, me, let me be clear I'm not doing it because I'm not on this podcast I just need you people on the FL community to give me a reason to captain him like um, I was forced into doing it but right. I wasn't I really want to do it <laughs> but I don't want to admit that I really want to do it so I need you people to make me do it instead so I'm going to pretend and say oh you know if, <laughs> if 50 people were to like our tweed uh, I'd captain Sinistera now I'm not going to triple captain him because I'm not suicidal but like you know I quite like to captain. Yeah. So that's my plan.
0: Fair enough. Cam. Um, nothing, you know, solid, crystallized yet. Um I'm just looking at my draft so far. I've got Rashford in with a flag, but as I say, he should be fit by that point. Um I am starting Danny Ward over Sanchez at the minute. Um I don't Oh, do you have,
1: have do you, is he he's Brighton keeper, isn't he, Sanchez? Yeah, so my knowledge is of Brighton football. Keeper, yeah. Oh, I didn't know when I said that. Wait, I
2: feel like I feel like we should we should put a bit of a side on it. You say your knowledge of football. So Josh uh, so for people listening, Josh is currently ranked at eighty thousand in the world.
1: Yeah. He's having an
2: absolute screamer of a start. And yeah, uh, because
1: basically what happened is I literally like uh, for every season I ever here's a tip. Yeah, it's already happened, so you're screwed for this season if you didn't follow, <laughs> don't follow this tip. But I always come out with this amazing rogue team, and I, by game week five, I'm six millionth in the world, or probably eight millionth for the amount that I've joined this season. So what I did. Ten, was...
2: Ten I, and a half million.
1: I pretty I pretty much worked out the maximum, the, the, the highest owned players I could have for a 100 million and picked them. Basically, what I did for my team.
2: That is so boring.
1: I know. And I'm doing really well. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'm really enjoying boring and doing well more than being really exciting. Oh, wait, wait, being... Sorry, sorry. I'm
2: really enjoying being boring and doing really well. Oh, I'm like Captain Sinistera this week. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's,
1: it was only it was only going to last so long. I brought Son in, you know, on a complete rogue, and that was probably uh, he's this been is twitching why I For the like, past yeah. three
2: weeks, he's wanting yeah. to do something stupid. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I'm like, that's the best moment of <laughs> selling.
2: He's going to sell Son this week for Sinistera and uh, yeah. just
1: captain yeah. him. Yeah, uh, well I've got him already. But okay. I could I could always I could Jack always Harrison. sell funny. Yes, I'm going to sell son for Jack Harrison, that's <laughs> it. That's my move this week. <laughs> Free up some funds.
0: Uh Cam, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I'm I could be tempted to play the wild card just looking at the state of my team at the minute. Um, okay. But there's nothing firm just yet. I say I say I don't like the state of it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, I've not thought about
2: it. We've got 14 days, so... We do have a lot of of days. We do have a lot of days. Well, um, the reason I thought I'd talk about team now is because I would like your help. So as we go... As as I usually use this podcast for my own self gain, um, as you know, there is a new segment on the podcast, relatively new. It's not actually that new. It's about four or five weeks old now. Uh, We like to call it Problem Children. And this week's Problem Child is of my own making uh, because I brought him in. He's done fuck all apart from scoring own goal. uh, Lewis Dunk. Um... So if you haven't listened to Problem Children before, Problem Children is we would like a player which we can upgrade from Lewis Dunk, a player around the same value as Lewis Dunk, and a player which would be a downgrade on Lewis Dunk. And um, I've dropped up both on you relatively quickly. So do you have any ideas on who I could move to from Lewis Dunk? He's 4.6 yes. million. So I is do. Is he an upgrade, uh, a same, or a downgrade? He's a downgrade. It's a downgrade. A downgrade. Okay, fine. Josh can mm. start with the old downgrade then. Where would you like me to go, sir?
1: I'm not going to tell you because uh, you're doing better than I am, but... No. Uh, that's all because that's that's, that's it's not the second <laughs> words, but... Uh. Um, Wesley Fafana. Okay. 4.4 4. 4 4 million? Is that 4.4 right? million, good fixtures, better than Brighton's. Um, yeah, pretty good. pretty good value for 4.4. 4.
2: Very much like that. It was actually my Mary a few weeks ago as well, so that is actually a very good shout because I completely forgot about him. I think my only worry about him is does he actually start? I think so. Yeah, but with Potter coming in, I Potter. Um I don't actually know what his team's gonna be at the moment. That's my only issue with Fafana. otherwise I mean you'd be all over it. So yeah,
1: but, the, but who what is Potter well known for? Sort of Five of the Back inc- Well, that and also sort of I wouldn't say cur- encouraging talent. Mm. he's not the type of person who's like right you know what Thiago Silva get yourself in there and Fofana stay on the bench well, I just his, can't see
2: that his first two his so his first game he played as Chelsea manager was obviously in the Champions League last week and he started a two four at the back and his two centre-backs were Asper Quetta and Thiago Silva
0: is that because though Champions League experience um well, it didn't you know, work just so wanted fucking the Drew no I know but the plan at the start was to just get through the game and, and get a positive result out of it basically um, and not which you didn't about, <laughs> and not fanny <laughs> about with um, you know nursing talent and bringing it through and stuff I mean Maybe start as you mean to go on, but I yeah. just, is that why
2: he did it? I don't know. Well, there was i mean, there was talk about the, the fact that it was Raheem Sterling playing left wing back and Asperger was playing right centre-back with Kukurea and left centre-back, but I didn't actually watch the game. But it was a weird, weird formation. Um, But yeah, Fifano, it definitely a good shout. I do really like that. Um, I'd just be watching if he starts the next game. Probably won't be... Mo- and I do need to move him on this week. That's my issue. He's, he will be the one making way this week. So do I risk it? Do I take the punt? Can where can I go to?
0: I mean, this isn't going to help you because you already have him, but my suggestion would be Trippier as an upgrade. Um, because yeah, I mean, Josh has already talked about um, not wanting here well, a double up, particularly. Um, but I think, um, if you're going to have a Newcastle asset, depends on your goalkeeper situation. But I think Trippier is obviously a shoe in, and I know lots of people are bringing him in this week, and he's bloody how he's nearly 45% owned. Um, which is quite understandable given that he's got pretty much a return every game bar two this season um, but yeah that doesn't really help you which actually is quite satisfying because it means that your
2: selfish reasons for this segment uh won't be satisfied. really not really not working now because, <laughs> um I'm gonna, I'm gonna call josh's actually the same this week so four point four point four four point six. a 4.4 4.6 because i actually thought of a better downgrade as well not better but a is good downgrade patterson? um it is nathan patterson um, they look really good at, defensively, look really strong against West Ham mm. I thought actually um, but the fixtures aren't great Southampton, but then again it's sort of one of those you sort of could use him as a use him as a sort of bench fodderish sort of player, uh, Southampton United Tottenham, Newcastle Palace is next four five actually now I'm looking at it, that's a terrible terrible choice isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's an awful choice, that's really really <laughs> shit I looked at the price and I looked at how they play against West Ham but that is a fucking stinker Um I think I like Fofana as the best pick at the moment then. But then Josh, good 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 pick there. Um
1: what about a palace defender?
2: Uh yeah, Mark Goy Guy, Guy, gay, how'd you say Gay, that's isn't it? I think so. I mean I've just got come as you know, I I mean if you have listened to the podcast on several occasions, you know how I like to slaughter the pronunciations of players' names. And also four point four four point four, and that is actually I like that a lot.
1: And one more, if you can wait another game week, what about Dallo as well for
2: Oh, i also like that as well
1: because he's he's um let me tell you something because he's not played a game he's missed a game but he's still sixth on the threat i see <laughs> <and seventh laughs> on the creativity which means overall he's fourth so that's pretty good and i've liked i've liked the look of him he's got an assist he's got two clean sheets and hey actually i tell you what they've only played six games so yeah, he's yeah. missed two games i think i
2: actually prefer the, the mark gate shout no yeah, I like Mark Gray's a chat a, a lot actually because I forgot how good Palace's are and they look really good this year. Palace, um, yeah, yeah, a, de- like a, definite, a definite top of the table team. They are looking really strong. Um, so that I do like that a lot. Actually, they've only kept one clean sheet they cheat this year, but they've had some tough games. I mean, Arsenal, Liverpool, uh, Man City, um, and Brentford. They only kept the clean sheet in the Newcastle game. And uh, obviously, only played six games. Um, so yeah, mm, that's very interesting. I'd not thought about that at all.
0: Uh, I'm gonna throw out some more problem children for
2: you actually. Okay. Uh Liverpool, what are you doing with them? Um sacking them all off until about game week eleven. Apart from literally Louis all Diaz. of them or are you keeping any? Uh keeping Luis Diaz until game week twelve actually. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I've so Bin Salah, Bin Trent, uh keeping Luis Diaz for the time being until after the Brighton game and seeing how they perform. They then got Arsenal and Man City, which I just... Could be goals in it, but I feel like you don't need to own Liverpool player in that game and get them back in for West Ham, ready for Nottingham Forest away. It's lived.
1: They've already gone, so I can't really... Or we getting them back in all gone. You know what I'm like. I just yeah. Well, I always love an well a wild card. didn't. I so I'm not really oh, going to keep yeah. holding. But also, I, I, you know what I'm like. I love and I, I love an opportunity to get rid of someone that everyone else loves. I've already been <laughs> so in this podcast already. I've told people to not get Son, who scored a hat trick. I've told people you'll drop Harland at some point in the season. He's got 11 goals in seven games. And now I cu- I couldn't wait to get on board the drop Salah train because so you
0: just dropped Salah for Son. Salah for Son. Yeah, 19 uh, Trent points up. for who?
1: Uh, don't know. I because uh, I only have now, so I have Trivia? loads. Of, I think probably the actual. I think the actual switch was probably. Um, so you did wildcards is a bit harder, isn't
2: it? Really? Yeah, I
1: can't really remember. No, but Trippier was in my team prior, so I'm just trying to figure out. I dropped him for Patterson, uh, which saved me a lot of money, um, so but, I could get. Kane. I
2: believe I believe you did bench those points this week, though. So just a. To...
1: Yeah. I'm not happy about that. But uh <laughs> that was that was the my defensive strategy again of starting Nico in case uh Fulham didn't score and my logic was that if Fulham did score it would be Mitrovic and I'd be fine and I'd be happy with that. It didn't quite work out that way. Um and obviously M- M- Forrest scored two and despite his threat ICT2 uh from Nico Williams he just managed to not get an assist in the, on those two so. Uh yeah, I've just got rid of them because they're not playing well. I'm not going to be I I'm going to play FPL probably slightly different to you guys this year which is I'm going to go on my gut feel a bit more and I don't feel like Liverpool are the best team right now. I prefer Arsenal, I prefer Spurs, I prefer Man City. So I'll have those assets until Liverpool prove me wrong and then I won't I'm going to, I'm trying to um theory of sunk costs is when you feel like you've invested something into something you don't want to let go. Um so say you were learning something over the course of a few weeks and you feel like you've wasted time you just keep going because you've all your job maybe. Um getting a bit uh uh, philosophical here, but that's what I'm trying to do. Is I'm trying to not hold any player just because I feel like I picked them and I mm-hmm. wanted them to do well, and they're not. Um, so Salah for me, he's exactly that guy. I feel like he should be doing well. He's not. So see you later.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I got I mentioned earlier, I got rid of Salah for KDB already. Um, still got uh, Diaz and Trent, um, just because I didn't want to take a hit or wild card last week. So um, I was able to field eleven. And bench them, um, but yeah, I mean, Salah is still kind of knocking in and around the top point scorers for midfielders this year. Um, I think that's mainly from assists. I'll just try and get um, those points up. But um, for a 13 million pound asset, he shouldn't be in the group of the top point scoring midfielders. He should be doing what Ireland's doing, basically, for that sort of money. Um, and it's not very likely that that's going to happen anytime soon so yeah, it was time to go I think Diaz has looked a lot better though um, so if we are going to score um, then I think it is quite likely uh, that Diaz will be uh, yeah
2: the the point of that so cool um, and I think is that pretty much all we've got time for then? Yeah, you I mean that was that was problem okay. children. I mean, I mean to be fair, that's uh you've not really helped me very much on my on my problem. So that's that's great. I Think actually. have you you've got, got really in a little Fofana
1: bit. coming in? I mean, what we've done is we've <laughs> taken you. We've taken I, when you said actually for
2: Fofana, I was like, he still plays for Leicester. He's shit! Like, no, I know. I just realised that
1: <laughs> you you um you've gone from having no options to having about five, which obviously is the opposite problem. But yeah, um, we
2: would we would talk yeah. about the league, but um I'm still top. So. There's not really much to talk about there. Well, oh, no, um to just Carroll, very who's top point scorer this week. Good score. Um I will also shout out to um Rob, because I think Cam last week or the week before called him a bum and said that uh, and said that he's in the mud because he's having such a shit uh, <laughs> such a shit season. Well he's just jumped Cam. So um yeah, d- if you do enjoy hearing about our leagues, then you can join using the code bj 3 E E. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Sure it is. Anyway, we'll put a post up anyway. Um but in the, your mortal words of Josh Silver, do you want to say it, Josh? Because, I mean, you're here, so.
1: Oh, God. not the words are. The words I mean, are, yeah.
2: that's all we've got time for. Because we haven't, it's, all, it's not all we've got time for, but.
1: Oh, is that what we do when we talk, then talk, like. 10 we, we now, oh, we yeah, we, 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 we now box, say this. So like every. Sure we got time for. Oh,
2: no, we now say it every week and it's become <laughs> sort of a running thing. Because uh, okay. because you used to say it and then you were like, wait, actually, we have lots of time. Just we're going to wrap up now. So we're <laughs> done it <work clears> again. <throat>
1: That's all we've got time for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, mate. It's been an absolute oh, after yeah. like, so many, So many memories. All the memories.
1: Yeah. I just can't. When, when Son doesn't score a hat-trick, it don't be surprised if I don't turn up. on.
2: But um, thank you very much for listening to us again, guys. Uh, you can follow me and Cam on Twitter, Cam's FPL Dummy Cam. I'm FPL Dummy Tom, the podcast is Dummies. Josh is not on Twitter. <laughs> so you can't follow him. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you again next week. Bye.
1: Cheers.